Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect co worker of yours. You are listening to Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. It's 99.9 KISW Metal Shop. If I sound a little under the weather, it's because I've been screaming my face off to the new Red Death record, man. Chad Troncali. Is that right? Troncali? You got it right, man. All right. The ba- name. You got it. The bassist and the singer of this band, Red Death. They're going to be coming to town uh, January 19th with Enforced and Gag at uh, Vera Project. First off, congratulations on the new release of Sickness Divine, man. Hey, thank you very much, man. Yeah, I'm uh, glad people are liking it. People are digging it, so that's cool. That's that's, that's the goal, right? Absolutely, man. Uh, it's yeah. it's available now on Century Media Records, and that's huge, dude. Uh, how long were you guys working on the on the album, and, and were you guys always going to did you guys have the album uh, ready before you uh, signed with Century Media, or did you sign with Century Media before? We signed with them before. We uh, actually on that tour we just talked about, the, like the Power Trip tour. Uh, I actually, uh, me and Connor, we demoed a couple songs on there. Like one song made it out of there, but we started working on it before we finalized everything. We're kind of slowly getting moving as we were talking with them and stuff. So nice. it kind of just worked out. That's awesome, man. And, and, you know, we play a ton of Century Media bands here on the show, and uh, it's pretty pretty crazy. It's a huge step up for you guys uh, as far as the reach and platform. Uh, coming from Century, I'm co- sorry, uh, coming from Triple B and to Century Media, what have you noticed? Uh, is there anything you've really noticed about uh, how the labels handles things or uh, the reach of things? Or, or is it pretty much oh, the same yeah, on your I mean- end? I mean, us talking right now, I've gotten so much press. I've done so much talking. I'm a talker, so it's perfect. Nice, dude. <laughs> I'm like a huge talker. I'm always fishing for press, so it's cool that like this time around, it's like, I don't got to go fishing at all. It gets, just keeps getting thrown at me. I oh, love yeah. it. Yeah, no, it's definitely different. It's definitely uh, different, but like I would say in a negative way, they've been very supportive and it's been really cool, so I'm, I'm really into it so far. It's been good. So you guys are coming from kind of the DIY hardcore world. Uh, was there any apprehension about going with a bigger metal label, like one of the biggest in the world? Nah, nah, not on our end or any friends or anything like that. Nah, everyone's been pretty supportive. And That's I think, awesome. I think everyone kind of understands it's kind, we're kind of a band. That, yeah, we're a DIY band, and we'll, we always will be, but, you know, we got things to say. I got things I want to say, and the best way to get those things across is to do it on the biggest platform you can, you know? Of course. And yeah, so, yeah. Right on. Uh, so, again, you guys are going to be playing here in Seattle on January 19th with Enforced at Vera Project. So, what's your favorite Seattle band of all time, man? All time? I'm I'm just going to keep it cliche, but I don't even care. I'm going to go with Nirvana, man. Hell yeah. I, I love Nirvana. There's so many good bands, but Nirvana is like like the perfect pop band yes absolutely man like and a, it's like a pop band playing punk songs it's amazing yeah and as, it, as opposed to where i feel like all those punk bands back in the day were like punk bands playing pop songs yeah i feel like they're a pop band playing punk songs and it's so cool i've never really heard anyone uh break it down like that but it makes sense man and you know they uh 
they they were their music was so accessible too. Like coming in from a, at a young age, it it wasn't too hard to pick up a guitar and learn. You know, come as you are. Or, uh, it it made everything very accessible. Oh yeah, in bloom is real easy to play. All that stuff's real easy to play. It's real cool. It's like you know, it's like you know, like Ramones or even like Metallica. You know, it, it just it's not honestly that hard to play, and that's real cool because I mean. That's how I taught myself how to play guitar to all those bands. So, I mean, I'm sure millions of kids have done that, which is cool. Yeah, man. Uh, dude, it's good to talk to you. And, uh, you know, it's we mentioned off air when we first uh, started talking, you, you're from Washington, D.C. And uh, that's a, you know, we talked about Seattle here, but D.C., what a rich history for hardcore and metal music. Um, how has being from Washington, D.C. shaped the band or maybe even just your uh your palate oh man well well first originally i'm actually i'm from california originally. oh okay so so moving to dc i moved to dc when i was like 21 i'm originally from like the la area so okay. moving to dc like changed my whole perspective of everything because art is so much different in the city you know it's the birthplace like you said of like hardcore and diy you yeah. know and like you really feel that in the city like it's very artistic and there's a lot of people doing a lot of different things and i think that's real cool and like you know no one's really done like kind of like a crossover thrash band per se in the district. So, I mean, and and it doesn't feel out of place in my opinion. That's just how like artistic and free I feel like it is around here, which is cool. That's awesome, man. And, uh, you, you, you put it, uh, right out there, man. Crossover. You guys are, uh, a big, you know, you're rooted in both worlds. That's a hardcore on the new album, but also a lot of thrash metal. Um, for you personally, what did you get into first? Were you like a hardcore kid first? Did you first get into thrash or Metallica? What was your first foray into heavy heavy music? Yeah, it was hardcore. Well, it was hardcore first, and then that got me in the metal. But before that, it was just punk. Like, I was nice. just into punk rock. Like, I, I love, like, Ramones, like I said earlier, and I, like you know, the classic 77 punk bands yeah. and stuff like that. And then from there, like, segue into hardcore. And from there, like, I didn't really, like, I remember hearing Living After Midnight and stuff on the radio when I was a kid, you know. Yeah. I was a Mrs. fan. I knew of Danzig. I saw the Dirty Black Summer video. I was like, wait a minute. Saw the Wolf's Blood tattoo. <laughs> you know, I was, like, aware of stuff, but I wasn't a full-on metalhead, I feel like. Sure. Until I heard the Cro-Mags. Okay. That band yeah. changed my life in so many ways, but definitely that way, because, like, immediately I heard the Cro-Mags. I was like, I think I could get down with metal. And, like, immediately, like, put on the Ride of Lightning. I was like whoa what mm-hmm. what have i been doing with myself <laughs> yeah. like, where has this been this is perfect you Absol- know? like this is like this speaks to me perfectly you know so you mentioned chromags you guys went on tour with them in europe what was that like oh that was awesome dude that was so cool just to get to watch them every night and hang out and they're harley and 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 the, and the band are super supportive and yep. encouraging and i really like it you know it's real cool. You wouldn't think that like someone you look up to or a band you look up to, you'd end up not only touring with them, but they're looking out for you. And, That's like, awesome. Making sure everything's good with you and like, you know, giving advice and, and, and cool stuff like that. Like, like not, not even like, like it, it'd be like cool talks between me and Harley and just cool advice out of nowhere. That didn't mean I wasn't even looking for advice. And all of a sudden I got like the guidance came out, you know, <laughs> And he's not like talking down to you. He's he's just trying to no, give you advice. Once, yeah, not once to not once to any of us, which is awesome. He's yeah. been nothing but cool. That's dope, man. And it was real fun. Yeah, the sh- the shows were good. People were into. It. I feel like we, I feel like that crowd's very much our crowd. It's just they hadn't we hadn't 
totally hit them yet. So I was glad that we were able to not only play to that crowd, but to do it with the Cro-Mags. I mean, that's awesome. Hell yeah. If you're just tuning in, we're talking with Chad from Red Death. They're going to be here in Seattle on January 19th at the Vera Project. Um, So, Chad, uh, let's think back here. What was the first album that you purchased with your own money? Like, you know, whether it was a CD, a tape, a vinyl, something that you purchased with your own money that wasn't given to you as like a hand-me-down? Straight out of Compton by NWA. Nice, dude. Nice. And I remember, I remember handing it to my mom. Uh-oh. I was like 12. I remember being like, I want this. And her being like, oh, no. Oh, no. I was like, no, no, no. I want this. Like, I earned it today. I did the yard work. I got the allowance. It, 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 it constitutes a CD. This is the one I pick. Yes. <laughs> oh, man. And she was like, all right. <laughs> the, don't turn it up I'm around sure me. She, I'm sure she looked at uh, saw it say, the police on the back and I'm sure she was like oh I don't know about that and I was like oh, no no mama <laughs> this is this is what I'm looking for <laughs> so over the years of playing music and stuff uh, have your parents been supportive of you absolutely definitely yeah yeah my parents uh, my dad's currently not around but he was very supportive and I'm sure if he was around for Red Death he'd be very supportive of it my mom's yeah. been nothing but supportive of it my mom's like super into it like you know like likes the music video and nice you know like paying attention she's never ever come like out and seen me play live ever so she wants to come see us on this tour so yeah i get her one of those long sleeves or something supportive in that sense and now she's getting even more supportive like it's can't complain you know see your mom walking down the street with a red death t-shirt on hell yeah she used to have a hat i think i took it though that's awesome So yeah, yeah, she's supportive and I love it. So how did you discover that you had a powerful voice and that you were capable of doing lead vocals? Uh, Were you always like very vocal about it? Were you, did you always want to do vocals or was it something that was just uh, necessitated like uh, out of situation? It was a a mix. Definitely. It was definitely a necessity when we started Red Death. Mm -hmm. Uh, I was on guitar that first practice and stuff and we didn't have a singer. And I remember, uh, like, I've always wanted to sing, but I didn't know if I could do it. And I remember, like, uh, we did, like, one day, like, our roommates, we just made, like, a cool, like, hardcore song, like, kind of like a negative approach worship song. Nice, nice. And I sang on I sang on it, and everyone was like, oh, so, like, you, you can do that? I'm like, oh, yeah, I, I worship this. <laughs> so, like, uh, when it came time for Red Duff to be a singer, everyone was like, you should be the singer. I was like, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know. I was like, no, we remember that track. You should definitely sing. And I was like, well, all right. Uh, Honestly, it's been like the the the, the best decision because I feel like it's been very therapeutic and it's been very I'm able to get thoughts and opinions out and express things you know and you know maybe it's a little bit of finger pointing but it's also a little bit of finger pointing inward and yeah. too you know it's a whole it's a whole big thing it's a, it's cool. I think it's cool that uh, you know you're such a diehard Chromex fan and you're also a bassist who handles vocal duties, which is it's you don't see that as often these days. Nah, and I, and I love it, and I think it's, it should be more of a thing. I mean, Lemmy and you yep. know, Harley, and, yep. you know, all the best, even beyond metal, you know, Getty Lee. Thin Lizzy. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah, man. You know, even like, uh, I, I like the band The Police a lot. Oh, yeah. Sting's sick in The Police, you know? Absolutely. Stuff like that. Right on, man. Yeah, well, I'm trying Try to think of some other stuff. Whether uh, it'll come, it'll come to me. That's a, good, that's a good list. That's a good list. 
All right. Yeah, yeah, we did good. So if you just met a kid who's never heard of thrash, hardcore, or any of that stuff, what's like four or five CDs you would just hand over to educate him? I would give him uh, two hardcore and two metal. And one of the hardcores is kind of both. I'd give him Bad Brains, the self-titled, the war tape. Yeah. Because that thing's just mind-blowing and the sonic power is great. Yep. Uh Give him Asia Coral, Chromax. It's got a little bit of that, but it's got, it's got a little bit of like, it's got a Motorhead vibe. It's got a Sabbath vibe. It's got yeah. a little crossover vibe. Uh, said earlier, Ride the Lightning. I would definitely tell a kid, check out Ride the Lightning because it's like mind blowing mm-hmm. every time I listen to that thing. And then, uh, I mean, Metal, just in, I guess I'll just give him uh, the first Ozzy record. There you go. Nice, uh, dude. The Blizzard of Oz. I think that. that Record's great. I've, I've ripped off. I don't know if you could tell on Sickness Divine, but I've ripped off some of that bass playing. <laughs> Hell yeah, man! Boom, 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 boom. I love that t- type of bass, just like kind of hitting it. Yeah, definitely all Ozzy thing I stole. <laughs> That's awesome, man. Well, you know, you mentioned Metallica, and uh, we all know the big four of thrash. So there's Metallica, Megadeth, Slayer, Anthrax. If you had to whittle it down to one, what's your number one out of all the big four? Oh. Metallica easily. Nice. Uh, my favorite like musician, songwriter, everything of all time is Cliff Burton. I like oh, I yeah. worship that guy. R. I R. think P. that's one of the greatest RP, one of the greatest humans to walk the earth from every like person who met him or anyone who's got something to say about him. We talk about how down to earth and sweet he was. Yeah. But also how much of a like a virtuoso he was at the same time. You know, being in a position like that where you're writing powerful life-changing music like that it's very easy to be egotistical and be kind of a jerk but Mm -hmm. from what i hear he wasn't any of that at all and it's very influential to me because i think that's that's how it should be you know absolutely man that's it's it's easy to get in your own head but cliff burton proves there's no need for that just just shred (laughs) oh man that cliff them all dude he's he's the way he played is just so much energy and so much passion and he just banged his head like he was, had a great time, man. You could tell he was having the time of his life. Every time. And, like, you see any old footage you can find. There's, like, very little of it. But any old footage you can find, he's always on stage and just smiling. And, like, you know, any other band. If I went and saw Slayer and they were all smiling, I'd be like, what the hell, man? Yeah. But, you know, that because it's Metallica and the power and just knowing, like, he's just loving what he's doing. Oh, absolutely. It's so cool. So cool. You know, that's one thing, uh, you know, I don't know if it's something you wanted to portray with the music per se, but I was listening to Sickness Divine a lot, and uh, that's one thing I noticed is I was like, this is fun. It seems like uh, as heavy as the music is, as like raging as the music is, as pissed off as the music is, it also is very fun. It seems like you guys are having a blast. Yeah, yeah, we had fun with this record and stuff. I mean... It should be fun anyways, doing a band. You know, it can easily not be fun, but it should be fun. Yeah. You know, especially if people like it and people are enjoying it and positively recepting it. Like, it should be fun. That's fun. Absolutely. And I like to like, interact with people on our shows and stuff. Yeah. I think all of it's just fun. It's just all fun. It, yeah. should, it, should, it should be serious, but you don't want to take yourself too seriously all the time. You know what I mean? It should always be fun. Absolutely, man. And it's... Just got to think back to what, like, what, would your twelve-year-old self think that you're you're uh, killing it right now? I think so. Yeah, he 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 would think I'm doing all right. <laughs> Absolutely, man. Uh, so again, you guys are going to be playing Seattle January nineteenth with Enforced and Gag at the Vera Project. Uh, is there anything you want to say to the Northwest audience before we come check you guys out? Uh, if you're going to the show, awesome. See you there. Uh, 
If not, well, if you've checked out the record, thank you. I hope you enjoy it. And if you haven't, I hope this interview makes you want to check it out because I thought we had a good time. So I think I think uh, the listeners, if they haven't heard it yet, you should go and have a good time. And I think Sickness Divine will do that. Absolutely. I think they'll have a good time with Sickness Divine. All right, dude. Thanks so much. And uh, we'll see you Red Death again January 19th with Enforced and Gag at the Vera Project. Yes. Yeah, thank you, Kevin, and thanks, everyone, for listening. Yeah, see you on January 19th. This has been Metal Shop's Backstage Pass. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 